Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Arusi. And I'm Jason Arusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Whether you're watching us live as we stream into our Facebook page or you're listening, perhaps in the car or while you're making dinner, we're excited that you're here. Let me tell you a little bit about our special guest today. You are going to be blown away about what we are about to talk about. Jason is the founder of Yarushi Holdings with his wife, Philly. They have over $75 million in AUM across over 850 multifamily units. He is an avid ultra runner, awesome, and a workout enthusiast. He hosts the Multifamily Live podcast and the Jason and Philly Project. And I know Netta, our founder, has been on with him. You guys, every day he wakes up, what time? 4.22 a.m., 4.32 a.m. We're going to have to find out why 4.32. That sounds intriguing. He's an inspiring ukulele player. Ooh, I think you and my six-year-old both could, could, could jam out together. And most importantly, he's a father, you guys, to three amazing kiddos and, of course, husband. What is What we're going to talk about today is the 100-mile mindset setting goals and achieving them by taking the first step, and even talking about some uncomfortable subjects around our personal and professional development, because that's usually where we need to go to actually find success. Well, let's bring him onto our stage. We're so excited to have you today. Jason, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks, Lauren. How are you? Absolutely. I'm great. I'm great. Well, let's talk about 4.32 a.m., what has you wake up at that time and why did you pick those exact minutes? You know, so um, as Peely and I met, we met about 20 years ago um, working in a lot of different capacities. So at that point, we were working in bars. I um, started some restaurants in New York City, I started and sold a brewery at that point. So our time was always we would be up late. Right. And that was our time to be productive, to, to get the most done. Right. So we had this life where the life almost started at the end of the day. Right. For most people. Well, you know, fast forward, uh, we become a couple. We get married. We start, uh, you know, Peely have one, two, three kids. You quickly find that your mornings get um, their, their family time. That's the time you're going to spend. And the only time that you can really set your day up is if you get up early to prepare yourself. And for me, it took me a, a while to realize that is that my day is only as beneficial as prepared as I can be. And so many of us, we get caught in a day where the day controls us. And I had to find the way to take back my day. And so I found that 4.32 a.m. I set that. And what it is, is that I have to start the day with a win. And if the first thing I do was to say, you know what, let me just hit that snooze button. Maybe I'll sleep 10 more minutes or maybe, you know what, it's not important if I get up right now. Well, that's going to set the narrative for the day. So I said 4.32 a.m. It starts 4.321 go. And that just starts my day. Whether I feel good or I don't feel good, I'm tired, I'm sleepy, I just, I get up and go. And that's the first one I can set in the day is getting myself out of bed to start my morning routine so I can prepare myself. So when it is time to go spend time with my kids and they wake up, I can be completely involved with them and not be worried about 10 other things that I didn't do before they were awake because I set the stage by, you know, hitting that snooze button first thing out of the gate. 
I love that. Four, three, two, one, let's go. No matter how you feel, doing it no matter what. Now it's probably such a habit. Did you begin it after you guys had kids? I did, you know, and that that's part of the lesson here is, you know, everybody can have great advice for kids, but you, you have to learn it, right? You have to learn what's going to be your process for you to make the most with kids. And you find that you know, they, they grow so fast, right? Their, their time is so important because every day it's almost like they're, you know, they're gaining years upon this. So to make sure that I can be committed because most of the time we, we, we find our failure in, in just feeling bad about what we're not doing. Right. So, so when we're at work, we're feeling bad for not being with our kids, we're our family. And when we're with our family, we're feeling bad because we're not getting done stuff that's, you know, for the job we're working at or for the business we're growing or for, you know, our multifamily properties, but when we can find to get back to control our times when we're there, we can be present then it can really set the stage for our life to, to just really take hold of it and, and start moving forward. Because especially now, there's so many outside things to our environment that could control how we feel. But when we quickly realize that, that we can't control those things, right? I can't control you know, what happens um, across the world. I can't control what happens in the stock market. I can't control what happens in a lot of things. But I can control you know, what I do, what I say, and how I feel. I can control that. And to get up at that time, noting that I may not feel great. You know, that's just going to happen in certain days. And and that's part of even my running is I, I get up and run every day and I don't look at the weather because we find that we let the weather dictate our life, right? Oh, it's raining today. So this is a bad day, or maybe it's snowing or it's cold. And so, you know, even for the kids, I I've, made it important that Peely and I look at this is that the weather's not going to dictate how they set their moods too. So if it's raining out, fine, let's go outside. It's not going to matter because ultimately we want to set up that we can control our life and it's not going to be the weather or things that, that are happening outside the outside of our control that's going to really set the stage of how our life's going to be. I love that. It makes so much sense. Then the mind doesn't have that wiggle room to come in and say, oh, but Jason, you shouldn't run today. You should." Then we break up our routine. All of a sudden, our routine's kind of disintegrated. Let's talk about this 100-mile mindset that you mentioned. Tell, tell us more about that. Sure. So, you know, I started running back um, in probably 2008. And before that, I played lots of sports, but never had run or run distances. And I said, you know what? Uh, you know, of course, your friends, they start uh, not, you, you just don't get together to play sports like you used to, right? Because everybody starts having their life. Everybody gets busy in their own practices. So running was one of those things where I could still get my exercise in. And of course, I hadn't done it before, so I was horrible at it. And I made a point that I was going to um, run a marathon. And so I got into the New York City Marathon and trained for that and did that race. And, and over the time, have grown and grown into doing more and more of those. And then a couple of years ago, I found out about ultra marathons. And this was just this new thing that I just never heard about, about running these distances. And it, as you train for a marathon, there's typically, you know, a pattern. Uh, maybe you'll run, you know, a, a mile, two miles, three miles the first week and build yourself up as you get closer to the race to a couple 20 mile races. But for a long race, a hundred mile race, there's not really like you're going to run a couple 80 mile races, you know, prior to the event. So I had to really just get my mind ready that I don't know what I don't know. And so I, there's not going to be this perfect plan. And in life and in business, in so many 
capacity. We want to have everything perfect in our mind and everything perfect in, in our plan so we can go and act. And then the second we do, just like Mike Tyson says, you get punched in the face and your whole world blows up because you're not ready for that first step. But if we can ultimately just set our mind right that we have to take that first step to learn better questions and better answers to take that next step. And going into my first 50 mile race, I learned this the hard way is that had a fantastic race, but I came out of the gate saying, here's my perfect plan. I'm really strong on the uphill, so I'm going to run the uphill, and I just have to keep my feet dry. Um, but going to how I like to prepare, I didn't look at the course. So third mile into a 50-mile race was so steep on the uphill that you couldn't run. Fourth mile in was the first of four rivers to cross. So by the fifth <laughs> mile, I said, okay, new plan, no plan. And that's how I've begun to take these races is that with a hundred mile race, you basically run the first 50 miles with your legs and the last 50 miles with your mind. And so many times with our goals or even think of like new year's resolutions, like why do 90% of people fail? Well, it's because we put a goal in mind that one, we don't really have concrete set in, into us, but we don't look at the first step. We look at just the big goal out there. So whether it be, I want to make a million dollars or climb the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, we never start because we can just only focus on that goal. And that goal is so scary that it's safer for us to stay where we are, even if we're not happy with it, even if it's just not what we want, because that's safer and more comfortable to us than going out and, and going after that big goal. But if we got back to the point of saying, okay, instead of focusing on being on the topic Mount Kilimanjaro, what if we look at, okay, what would be some of the items we need? Maybe a, a tour guide. Maybe we're going to even need boots. What is that first step to just get us out of the gate? And I take that into ultra marathon running is that if I was to go out there and say, okay, only, only 100 miles left, it would be that point where my mind, since it's never done it, would not be able to really understand it. And so it would be telling me that we can't do it. But if I say, okay, so here I am. I've run 26.2 miles before. I've run 50 miles before. How about we just get to the first aid station or the first, you know, the drink station five miles in and then we'll see what happens. And then you get there and you say, okay, let's just get to the next one. Maybe we're at mile 12 or mile 15. And we keep giving ourselves actionable tasks that we can get to. And you may get to mile 60, mile 70, where it may be, maybe can I just run 500 more steps? Or maybe can I just get to the bridge and figure it out from there? Or can I just get to that next tree? And lo and behold, 100 miles. And that's a lot how we can look at our goals. Instead of saying, oh, this is a big, scary goal, and I just don't know how I'm going to complete it. Well, what's that first step that I can take to get to a point where I can just say, can I just get to that first step and then figure out the next question to ask? Because we don't go after our goals because we get so worried about this big goal that's out there. It's so scary because our mind's not used to it. Our, we've never had this. So ultimately, we, we don't understand what it feels like to have it. And so we, we just stop and we, we paralyze ourselves to a point that we say, you know what, I'm just not going to try because I, I can't see myself, you know, getting to a $10 million business or, you know, running 100 miles. But if it was just that first step, can I get out there today and, and just walk around the block? Or can I look at, um, you know, read a book on people who've been successful about, you know, growing $10 million businesses? And then you start stacking wins. And a lot with setting up our day, getting up early is about stacking wins because ultimately not every day is going to be perfect. Days are going to go how they go right there. And if we were to say that each point that comes up is going to blow up our day, well, it's going to be pretty rough going. But if we can control everything that we can control in our day. So when things come up that are not ideal, we can put our attention to them instead of having everything else 
really spiral out of control because our whole day has started in a way that was not ideal to begin with. So great. That set from setting up the day to telling the mind, you know what? I have no plan. We're just going to get to the next best step. Knowing you're, you're basically going to bypass that subconscious mind every five miles, right? Until you get to that hundred miles. But that idea, let's just get started. Let's not worry about exactly the plan. I love the analogy too, that you're going uphill and then you're like, oh snap, now we have to cross these rivers. Okay, you know what? Throw out the plan. Let's just tackle the next river. Let's just tackle that next steep uphill. Makes so much sense. Talk about the uncomfortability. You said that we have to look at what we're uncomfortable with so that we can actually move to the success we want to have. So hardest thing to take is that is to look at ourselves and be subjective, right? So, so if we're not in a place in our life that, that we feel we should be, okay, that's fine, but why? What are the current actions we're doing, whether it be in our relationships or our finances or others? And, and that's can be, that can be very uncomfortable, right? Because we're being um, critical of ourselves, but we're also, we have to learn from ourselves. What we're doing today, if we're not at where we want to be, well, why not? What is it? And instead of putting the finger and putting it, the, the outside forces that, that are controlling us, no, it's what are we doing today that we can control? If, if we don't have time, well, where can we get our time back? If we don't have money, well, how can we look at our current finances and eliminate things that are not crucial to us getting to our point? So looking at ourselves and asking a comfortable question of here's where I want to be. Why am I not there? What is it in me? that are points that I can control today. So I can start looking at my future as a place that I will be and not a place that I don't think I can be. And when we change our mindset to get our words from, oh, I don't know if I can, or I, I, I'm just not sure, I think I can and say, or I can, I will, I have to. And when you start putting those words in your mind and being uncomfortable in your wording to, to really set the stage that you're already doing it, that's going to allow you to have success on a small level that's going to grow into massive, massive success. We want to have you know, immediate um, satisfaction. And that, that comes in so many things in so many lives, you know, even um, social media, right? It's, oh, this person has this and that. But what's not seen is the story of all the struggle they've had, of all the points and all the work they've had. We only get the end product. And for us, when we don't get that, you know, within three days, five days a week, oh, we're failures, we're not this, we're not that, because we forget about the process and the plan. And many times we feel the goal that if we have this, then everything's going to be perfect, but it won't be right. If you get everything right now today, it, life doesn't just stop. It's not, okay, I got it. So life's over, right? There's going to be that next day and the next day. And so understanding that the journey and the growth and evolution, it may be uncomfortable, but that's where you're going to find your greatness. That's going to find who you are. If someone gives you a million dollars today, like someone wins the lotto, so many people lose all of the money because their mind's not ready for it because they haven't had that growth. They haven't built that foundation. They haven't had that process. It built upon themselves to learn the steps that, that are going to lead them to be, you know, happy, fulfilled, uh, financially you know, well off, whatever's it going to be important to you. So looking at you and your life, it's to ask the questions of, I want to be here. What can I do today to take control of my future? And then act on it. I love that. That self-reflection, self-coaching. Okay. Where do I want to be? And truth time, how do I have to get there? 
What do I have to do? What would you say is one of the hardest things that you you've had to do? Oh, um, yeah, it's a good question. You know, there, I, I like to just take challenges and say what's next. Right. And so it usually the, the unknowns and you find because you're hard today and, and you can't really compare hearts. Right. So, so for me, you know, if, if a hundred miles is for someone else might be, you know, walking around the block. Right. But they're all the same hard. It's just at that point where the hardest. And so you'll find that the moment of hard is when you look back on it, because you've accomplished that, you look back and say, well, well, it's not hard anymore at that moment. You know, it, it was, it was crucial. All right. It was so important. I don't know if I'm going to make it past this. I'm going to get past this. And then you do, and you're like, Oh man, I don't know how I do this. And then you go forward in your business and in your life. And ultimately you say, wow, okay, that wasn't hard. Now there's a new level of hard. And so when you constantly keep what's on next, so, you know, I can put on everything from, you know, as we were buying our first, we went from, you know, buying three and four unit properties to a 94 unit. It was that. So at the moment, that was very hard. It was this big unknown, this big jump. But now that's what we do, right? Or even that point of, you know, running that first marathon when you hadn't run that marathon, you don't know how you're going to be. That was going to be hard. Or even the point where, you know, Peely and I were on different paths and we, we somehow we came together and it was like, it was a very unknown way. But, you know, at that point, you know, it, you, you think it might be hard to find that perfect person, but then it happens, right? And so at each step, there's that new evolution of hard, but what you think is hard is not comparable to someone else's hard because where your mind can continue to grow, it allows you to be ready for, for new things in your life. And so it's, it's good for you to, to be um, self-aware of who you are and understand that what someone else is doing has no relation to what you're doing because you have to go through your process to understand how you can evolve through things that are difficult in your life to grow from them because things happen and they're not always ideal. I mean, they're not always great. Um, I remember, you know, our six-year-old, he's, he's our oldest. And, um, you know, it uh, turns out it, we, it, when he was born, he, they, they kept saying he had a, a, like a large head for his part. So we would have, I mean, a million different things. He, he, the kid had so many tests through this, through that, through this, through that. And, you know, eight or nine tests in, uh, and it's just, we're like, man, you know, you're, you're concerned. Everything's worried. They find out there, they go back to him and said, well, you guys just really like the family overall just has a, a large head. So he just has a large head. And it was like, oh. it was like, thank God. But in the same part, you know, you have that struggle that you go through right here to look at that point of, and then, you know, the poor kids going through all these tests. So thank God it turned out like that, but it's that part of, you know, at that moment, that was really hard. That was really difficult. Right. And so, you know, it's as you grow as a parent, you know, like seeing uh, your kids, if they, they fall down or there's other points, those are hard. Right. And so as you grow, um, I ran a couple thousand miles last year, you know, that was difficult. Right. And so at each part you, you have struggles that you can build upon and say that, okay, uh, this is going to pass from what I'm going through and a new thing will come up. And to know that the sun's going to come up tomorrow and I'm going to have to do this today where I can control again what I can control and then deal with the new thing that's in front of me that I'm going to have as a test. That's going to allow you to continue to move your life forward. Yes. Ah, so many nuggets, Jason. So good. Your next best step. If people want to connect more with you, how can they find you? 
Sure. So you can find me, Jason Rusi, on Instagram or your Rusi Holdings to learn more, of course, uh, about our business and what we do. Um, I, I didn't share because I think we're on some other time. We're actually going to do a multifamily event if that's something you're interested in. Cool. Uh, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. Uh, we just did a, a fantastic one about a month ago. Uh, you can find that at multifamilyliveevent.com. And a lot of the strategies we talked about today, uh, I have a book that you feel free to go get the book. Uh, it's free book, pay for shipping fitrichlife.com backslash book um, talks a lot uh, the journey Peely and I have been on the steps that we've learned to implement in our days right and it's continuing to, to learn from really what we've done to, to continue to grow to the life we want right to the life that we're looking to lead for our family and for our future and you can find those here at the book I love it. So if you're listening on the audio version, it's fitrichlife.com slash book. And that's how you can get his book. And then if you'd like to check out his multifamily live event, where he can tell you everything that he's doing, what they're doing together, it's multifamilyliveevent.com. You guys can check them out. And then, of course, you're on the gram as well. And Yarusi is Y-A-R-U-S-I, just in case. And it's also on our Facebook page if you want to check it out on the visual. Well, Jason, we'd love to end by asking everyone, what does Rise Up for you mean to you? So it's a great question, right? And, and I love having that on the show, just talking about that it's going to be you who has to rise up, right? No matter, I, I find that mentors and, and all these people around us, that there's so much great information that you can get. And, uh, and you're only going to be ready when you are ready for the information in front of you. And so when you yourself take control of your day, take control of your setting, take control of your actions, even if you feel things are happening outside you, that's fine. But you upon yourself have to be responsible and take control of you and your day and rise up to be the person that you're meant to be. Because we all have greatness in front of us. We all have greatness within us. But it takes you to take charge today, to take control of your day, take control in your setting, and then rise up and be the person that you should be. Uh, I love that. Because at the end of the day, no matter what challenges come, what hundredth mile we're running, it's you. You and your body running this life race. Jason, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Wasn't he great? Ugh, we'll have to go back, listen again, 4.32 a.m. I think I might start with 6.32 a.m., but I don't think that has the same ring, 6.32. No, I'm going to have to work on that one. So great. Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney. It's been an absolute pleasure being your host today. Whether you're listening along or you're watching us live on the Facebook, we are so excited that you have joined us today. We want to make sure that you're able to download your free success kit. Yes, it's totally free. Just go to riseupforyou.com slash success kit and grab it there today. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Want to learn exactly how we're finding high profit, cash flow ready multifamily properties off market? Want to find out how to run lightning fast syndications to raise all the capital you need for your next multi-million dollar deal? In just a few days, we are breaking down our entire process step-by-step -step at a three-day event happening June 10th through the 12th called, you guessed it, Multifamily Live. We've done events before, but nothing this massive or this valuable. And for the first time ever, 
We're going to open the doors and walk you guys through literally every step of what we're doing on our multifamily deals. This is a virtual event, so you don't have to travel or even leave your couch, but spots are limited. Sign up at multifamilyliveevent.com and we'll see you there.